0: Now it's time for Inspirational Women and my guests, Christina Kelly and Valerie Robinson, the team leading us locally in making strides against breast cancer. So we know that there have been some good things happening, and Christina is going to highlight some of these for us, but it still is a very long road with challenges. So Valerie Robinson is here to invite us to be collaborators to confront those challenges. Valerie's going to bring us up to date on the walk that's coming up soon and, of course, give us the big invite. So let's now meet these two wonderful women Christina Kelly and Valerie Robinson. Welcome this morning. Thank Thank you. you. It is so great to have you back again, Christina, and to welcome Valerie Robinson. Thank you. So you, as you had told me earlier, are quite new to the American Cancer Society office. I don't know if I've said that term correctly, but to the organization here in Seattle, right?
1: Yeah, yeah. I'm brand new and I'm working on our Making Strides Against Breast Cancer event and I'm really excited to jump in and get going.
0: And what a time to be getting here is just as it's already on a roll. So uh, you're, you you kind of hit the ground and had to just jet right off, right? Right. Right. Yep. So is it a learning experience for you? Uh, definitely. It's
1: um, a lot to learn really quickly, working with uh, event planning, getting ready for the race, working with our great volunteers, um, organizing our committee to be planning and get all the logistics ready for it. but. Definitely a lot to learn, but it's been all really,
0: really fun. And so because you're new to the organization and because you are uh, the community development manager, you're really focused on this big Making Strides event that's coming... What have you learned in this short time that I feel could translate to people who are listening and maybe are kind of sitting on the fence about whether they're going to get involved and, you know, whether they should do something here?
1: Um, I think just with meeting everyone that I have, um, when it comes to survivors or caregivers, just that cancer touches everyone. Um, In some way, it's not, you know, I know someone who knows someone, it's, most often the case, like I know someone who's going through cancer or has um, survived cancer um, or has or is a caregiver of someone going through. And so um, I just think that what I've learned so much is that it's such a huge community and that um, people kind of crave that and want to be a part of it or um, meet other survivors or other caregivers. And so that's what I really love about this event is that it brings all of those people
0: together. And sadly, it is something like a disease. It's the cancer that brings us together. But I, I was thinking of this a little earlier is how in the face of that kind of, we'll call it tragedy, we're all at base wanting connection with each other. So this is kind of like the vehicle that's bringing us to connect. Sadly, it's a negative, but but we're seeing the positive and even those connections have a healing quality to them I think. Mm-hmm. Would you say that Christina? Yeah, there,
2: there's something to be said for when you're among a group of mostly women um you know who have um been fighting this disease. It's like you're in the trenches with them. Whether it's whether you've had the disease or whether it's someone you know, you're there. I remember um you know years ago when I was a newspaper reporter, we always thought of us versus them, and I think in a way you know, it's us, it's the, it's the cancer survivors, it's the cancer family. Um, and so there's a, there's a unity there and there's some unspoken you know, feeling that people get when they're gathered there and you know you've dodged the bullet, you've done, you have fought cancer and in many cases won, um, which is why it's so important because they're fighting cancer with research, with new treatments, with immunotherapy. And it's all paid for, you know, by the American Cancer Society and other organizations that raise funds to fight cancer. So when you're out there at Making Strides Against Breast Cancer, you're there with a unique team that that has actually done something. They're helping to move the needle forward. So that if you hear those words, you know, you have cancer, it's no longer what it used to be. Women who were diagnosed with breast cancer five and ten years ago you know, the first thing you start thinking about is your family. Um, they're thriving now, you know, because we have new treatments. We have, um, you know, uh, the kinds of treatments that will let allow a woman to watch her kids grow and get married. Um, we have uh, one of our volunteers, Dana, uh, Dana Dana Manciagli. You know, she's stage 4 breast cancer. She knows ultimately what's, that, that her life um, has limited time on... The planet, but she's been here for a long time, all because people stopped, decided to raise some funds, and she lives day to day, knowing that the research that has been paid for is keeping her alive, and she doesn't dwell on it. She goes out. I think they were taking a trip to Mexico. They do. They, you know, it's just something. It's not the same as it was, you know, even ten years ago. Mm-hmm.
0: She is really, uh, if for lack of a better term, a role model. She's
2: <laughs> In, a superhero.
0: Mm-hmm. That, that is exactly what she is. She's been here two or three times, and we've talked. And, I, and this dang thing keeps attacking her, but she is like this warrior woman, mm-hmm. right, <laughs> facing off and saying, you're not getting the best of me. Yeah. The thing is, it, anything can happen. None of us knows beyond this moment, really, how long our life is. And so the cancer now doesn't even have that kind of, uh, of power that it can say, okay, you, you know, you only have
2: six months. No, it's,
0: you know, it's wide open, isn't it?
2: Well, yeah, because we've, you know, we've done research. We fund research. Um, the American Cancer Society is the um, largest nonprofit uh, organization that funds cancer research outside of the federal government. So um, we're doing, and we fund locally. You know, we've, we've given grants to Fred Hutch, to the University of Washington. So, you know, these the people who are diagnosed nowadays, you never think you're gonna hear it. If you ask a cancer survivor today, um, did you ever think you were gonna get cancer? I can't think of anybody who would say yes. Nobody mm-hmm. expects to hear those words. So to the, to the people who are out there listening, You don't expect for it to happen, but what you do is you be smart and you bank on it. You bank on your future, and if it's not you, it's going to be somebody you know. Yes.
0: Banking on it is really a a good term. It's like uh, an insurance policy or that account that you've invested in, and hopefully you never have to use it, but there is someone, many someones, who will be able to take advantage of that investment that we are making
2: for the research. Yeah, and that's why this, um, this walk is so important. You know, Valerie, tell them where it's at and, and um, you know, a little bit about what's gonna happen.
1: Yeah, so uh, the Making Strides Against Breast Cancer Walk is going to be held at Gasworks Park, October 19th. Uh, registration time will be at 9 a.m. and we'll get started at 10 a.m. And yeah, what Christina was saying, it's really to unite communities, Honor those touched by the disease and raise awareness and funds for a world without breast cancer. And um, yeah, we're really excited and um, making strides against breast cancer is the largest network of breast cancer awareness events in the nation. So we're really proud to be a part of it.
2: It's not only that, it, you know, it's a it's a walk and it's a community, but you know, it's also fun. <laughs> <laughs> it is. It's fun to get out there, it's a beautiful setting, you get to see you know, from Gasworks Park you can see Seattle and it's a nice walk and you know Valerie has organized all kinds of events and things happening there. So it's not you know while there's a serious undertone to it, um, it's also just it's like it's like being with like-minded people who who want to see something happen. Yeah. They want to end this disease.
1: Yeah, like a celebration.
2: Yeah
0: it
1: is.
2: It's really then
0: like life. So everything isn't at a high note all the time, nor is it always at a low note. So it's, it's a combination of those things at the walk as everyone comes together. But I like the word celebration that you use, Valerie. That's important.
1: Yeah. Yeah, we're, um, I think that's one of the things that I love most about the American Cancer Society is that's one of our kind of missions or um,
2: values is to celebrate lives. You see it too at the walk. You see survivors who are walking with you know, that, that joy that only people who have fought and won, you know, have. They, they. There's just something about them. It's it's the same when you meet people who've survived great odds. You know, they've come out on the other side and they've come out alive. And, you know, you see that joy, that celebration, their family members or their friends or their colleagues. So, you know, like I said, it, we're tackling a serious disease, but it's not all modeling. It You know, there are Times when you just want to be around these people because they truly understand what limited time you have on the planet um, and they're making you know they're making every minute count living life to the fullest that's right right that's right
0: yes and that is inspiring for all of us because it's easy to get complacent or just kind of stuck in whatever we're doing but to come right up close and no doubt I mean I I think we're one or two degrees away from someone, and, and no doubt it's just someone we know, whether it's a co-worker, uh, is an, a neighbor. But then it could be one of our friends. It could be a family member who is afflicted with this disease. And whereas, you know, 30 years ago I felt that I wasn't, I didn't know anyone mm-hmm. with breast cancer. Now all of a sudden, it's those numbers have have really grown because it, it whatever it is that's affecting us is is affecting many many people and that's why uh, maybe there but for the grace of God go I that's right that's right that kind of thing mm-hmm. but but that means that I then have more energy and power to get
2: involved and do something about it and support those who are going through it. Well, when you consider, I mean, statistically. Um, for men and women, it's pretty close. One in three will see some kind of cancer in their lifetime.
1: Yeah, in 2019, more than 271,000 women are expected to be newly diagnosed with cancer in the U.S.
2: That's right. That's so, huge. It's huge. And here's the thing. People who sit back and they're listening and think it's not going to happen to them, you know, that's the point. It, it may not. You may be the the, the one that doesn't. Um, get uh, breast cancer. But you the, you certainly know people who do. And um, for this, you know, to get people out of their chairs and to get people to sign up for um, raising funds and raising awareness, it doesn't take that much effort. I know I, you and I have talked about this before. Fundraising to me, I feel like a doe in the headlight. You know, it's like, oh my God, I don't, I've got to raise, I've got to ask people for money. You know, the truth is, you can have a community garage sale. Um, you know, you'd be surprised how your neighbors will help, help you in that when you ask them then tell them what it's for. Um, you can certainly have a barbecue where you help out. The point is, it's not that difficult to raise some funds, knowing that every dollar that you raise is going to go towards, you know, new drugs, new treatments. New research. I just met with a, a cancer oncology researcher yesterday, and she works with children uh, who have cancer, mm-hmm. and um, her her role is amazing. And what she's trying to do with the dollars that she's funded by by the American Cancer Society um, is simply stunning. Um, and she does not want to see children suffering from cancer, and so the money that we raise through a walk. Um, or through any other efforts that we do, directly applies to that. Mm -hmm. Um, And that's why, you know, that's why we're really trying to urge people to to get up, get a little exercise, meet some people who will just stun you with their their courage, their ability, their, you know, they've beaten cancer or they're fighting it. And I tell you, there's strength in numbers. When you see someone, you know, walking, uh, making strides against breast cancer, and you know they currently are fighting it, um, there's something, you know, there's a feeling of unity. Mm-hmm. I've seen them surround survivors uh, and lift them up. Yeah.
1: I think it's important to also note that fundraising also goes to resources. So research is huge for us, but also the resources. We offer a 24-7 hour hotline for anyone to call in with any questions that they have or in finding support. We help with that um, locally and nationally. and. Mm-hmm. Um, We also offer rides to and from treatment and also help people with lodging if they need a place to stay while they're going through treatment. So the money that's raised is also going to resources along with um, the research.
0: Yep, And that's another piece of it that is so critical. Yes, certainly knowing that money goes to research, but all these very almost basic kinds of, of conditions that we a person would face. They don't know how to get to a, a their appointment than having a ride. Uh, knowing how our dollars really work, I think, helps us to feel like, yes, I really want to support that. Yes, I can get behind that because somebody's really going to need those fundamentals, mm-hmm. right?
2: Yeah, I, I interviewed a, a cancer survivor who has five children and the youngest was um, you know only a few months old. She um, got help through our patient navigator program. Mm-hmm. This is a person who helps patients sort of navigate through the maze of appointments, insurance, just you know, someone who's there to kind of give you some direction. And that navigator stood in the lobby with her five children. She was rocking the baby, she had coloring books for the kids while the the woman and her husband, were in listening to the fact that she heard those words you have cancer but not having to worry about all those children at the at the time so that she could focus on what was happening was very helpful and to this day she's still pretty good friends with the patient navigator but that's what your money that's when you raise money that's what you're paying for right you just help that woman and you, you know it's it's one of those things that you probably don't understand how wonderful it is until you're in those shoes Mm -hmm. Um, when you've got somebody and and you're just pulling your hair out about, you know, insurance and, and doctor appointments and finding doctors. Mm -hmm. Right. Um, You know, so it's, it's one of those invaluable assets that we provide, um, you know, when you have a cancer diagnosis. So we're
0: talking about getting to the walk. It's on Saturday, October 19th at Gasworks. Park, Mm -hmm. beautiful Gasworks Park, (laughs) right on uh, Lake Union. So to get registered, if that hasn't happened yet, and there's still time to do that, oodles of time. We have over a month to get prepared for that. So how would people go about that, Valerie? So
1: people can just go right online to our makingstrideswalk.org slash Seattle WA, or Seattle WA for Washington, and um, it's free to sign up and participate. We do encourage people to fundraise for these resources and research that we were just talking about, but we also want people to just show up and um, support people and support um, these people who have fought the disease um, just so they feel that sense of community and so that no one ever feels like they're um, going through breast cancer alone.
2: Yeah, if you've got a bunch of girlfriends, you know, that you want to just gather, it's a great thing to get old friends together to do something like this. Mm-hmm. You know, or if you just want to come down and walk by yourself. I mean, I, you know, some people, there's this is some people were hit hard by this and they don't, they, you know, they want to participate, but they just don't quite feel like they want to, you know, be part of a group. That's okay too. I mm-hmm. mean, that's really, however you want to do this is fine. But we really want you to register if you can.
0: So once again, it's just like slice of life. What goes on in the bigger picture is right here at the walk. So as you were saying, Christina, come alone, but come with friends if you're really social and such, and if you can create a team and wear costumes too, right?
1: Yeah, Yeah. we are encouraging everyone to be pinked out, uh, dress up. Uh, I have a family team and we're Dressing like uh, flamingos. Uh, <laughs> and you can bring your dog and dress them in pink. Yes, yeah, so there'll be a dog costume <laughs>
0: contest. Uh, so, yeah, we just want to make it a really fun event. So yeah. Yes, it, uplifting because there's something about, what is it, endorphins? Mm-hmm. That when we are feeling happy and fun and, and maybe acting, what, a little silly, which is very good. Mm-hmm. But, it, you know, people might describe it as that. But the, it does something to us so we... It's a healing effect, isn't it? Yeah, I think. Yeah, I would say so. Yeah. Yep. So just go online and register. Ideally, that's it because, uh, well, I think there's some commitment that comes with that if we register. Showing up is fine. Certainly, you know, if things are going on and you need to do it at just kind of spur of the moment that's perfect too. But just to, you know, make that commitment kind of, I've heard the term that it moves mountains. Once we get committed to something,
2: all of a sudden the energy shifts
0: and we begin to get those wheels really rolling.
2: That's true. And, you know, I, last year I walked and I raised some funds and I did it for an aunt who was sort of the matriarch of our family and um, who passed from cancer. And, you know, it, it's interesting what happens to you when you say you're going to do this to honor someone you actually do honor them and you think about them now i think about it in a very positive very upbeat way of the influence she had on my family you know that's a lot different from the way i used to think being sad all the time i at least know i'm doing something so that somebody else doesn't have to doesn't have to think about that you know um you don't have to lose a mother um, or a sister or your best friend or even your teacher You know, anybody who inspires you, um, you know, is worthy of being honored this way.
0: The other thing, as you were saying that, Christina, that comes to mind is we might feel individually, oh, what can I do? You know, what's my little pot of money? But the thing is, joining forces, all of a sudden, it's huge. It's really just a force force. To contend with that really makes us move forward. And and we know big things have happened. So never to feel like, oh, well, you know, who am I?
2: Mm-hmm. Absolutely. Um, if Those of you who know Jesse Jones, he's a Cairo TV consumer oh, yes. reporter. Um, Jesse's lived with stage four cancer for many years. And he tells people, he looks them straight in the face and he says, I don't know if it was your dollar or your dollar or your dollar, but you add those dollars up and every day I wake up and thank you because it's kept me alive. He is a he is a, a proud example of what research does, mm-hmm. um, you know, because he gets up and he knows he's got another day. Exactly. And it's
0: true. It's When we think of it, it could be a dollar and that dollar might be really significant in your budget. But combined with all the others, you never know when that's kind of that tipping point. And and look at where we've come with all the research, with all the support, all the programs that have evolved. Because of all these individual dollars and $10 that have come forward, it helps us to create what we have today and
2: keep moving forward.
0: Mm Mm-hmm.
1: Right. Absolutely. Yes.
2: You know, I think people that we tend to also focus on the number of of people who lose their battle to this. But, you know, um, in over the years, we've seen a decrease in breast cancer. You know, we've seen more women living now uh, than ever before. Sometimes I think we need to stop and celebrate the fact that we're doing a good job, you know, Um, and looking at strides. This is one of the ways we do it. Yeah,
1: I think we're our event is focused on hope
0: and with a capital H, maybe it's all caps. Yeah. All caps.
1: Right. (laughs) Celebration and hope of
0: hope. Yes. So think of all these things, or maybe one just really is the beacon that stands out as to why to do it. But we can kind of look within ourselves and find what it is and, and, and be there now if by chance october 19th is not a good saturday because maybe someone has a wedding that day and you just can't <laughs> do this well we have the another saturday available in october right that that there is the event uh, in everett
2: oh yes there's there's other making strides yeah yeah
0: around the state and yeah, yeah. yeah. So, so you can find one yeah. in some place mm-hmm. so just go online to making strides right right and we can find other locations for that yes. and And maybe if for some reason it doesn't work, we can be there in spirit and just make an online contribution to a team.
2: Sure. Right? Yeah. Um, I'm hoping I've got my neighbors who are going to support me, so. (laughs) (laughs) So there we go. And
0: weren't you also doing a fundraiser? Were you doing a wine tasting? Yes,
2: I am. I'm doing a wine tasting, and I'm also helping. We have another program that kind of goes Is alongside of Strides which is Real Men Wear Pink and I've got um, a Real Men Wear, I talked him into doing it, um, Scott Thompson so I said I will do a fundraiser for you and we will teach people about wine tasting and all your friends and relatives, he works at Seattle City Light as the communications director, um, invite them all, we're going to taste wine all that money is going to go towards you know, program services and Breast cancer research. I've got another candidate that I talked into being a real Minwer Pink. He's doing it because he's got, um, you know, he has his best friend who's had several um, battles with cancer and he wants to do something other than be a caregiver. He wants to lead. And this is an opportunity. And he'll be at strides um, <clears throat> wearing pink and, um, you know, hopefully, um, you know, we'll see others there too. I think. Men tend to feel like they <clears throat> strides maybe. <clears throat> excuse me. Isn't the uh, isn't the place for them? It's absolutely the place for them. Um, men need a role sometimes as well. Um, you know what better to honor your mother than to go out and and walk, you know, with others to raise funds. Yes, so.
0: absolutely. Is and that it's a really important point to think of men being involved because. They also are afflicted by the disease, not to the degree as women are, but still, it touches them uh, directly. Uh, but, but then, just being within that circle of family and friends, once again, they are touched, and they are every bit as important in being part of the
2: support in all these different levels that we've talked about. Mm-hmm. Well, yeah. I, in fact, some of the funst costumes I've seen, in the recent years have been men who've dressed up to support either you know someone that they love or um they're just very proactive men who want to make a difference great costumes
1: didn't um a man dye his hair pink last year for it oh yeah 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 yeah, Yeah. yeah. (laughs) um
2: we had a very um a high level ibm executive who was a woman and pink and he also walked in strides and he he dyed his hair So bubblegum fluorescent (laughs) pink that can you imagine in the conservative halls of IBM, this guy is walking down in his business suit and this bright pink fluorescent hair. And he said he did it because it stops people and they Mm -hmm. want to ask him questions. And he armed himself with lots of breast cancer information. Um, So he was almost a walking billboard for us. Yeah. Um, and people who normally wouldn't stop and have a conversation about breast cancer um, suddenly were in one, because all because of the color of his hair. This year, he's going to dye his beard pink. Ooh. So, it, you know, um, uh, he's having a lot of fun with it. But he also, um, I think last year, raised $45,000. Oh, my goodness. Just from, you know, from being aware of... Um, being out there in the community, uh, wearing pink, looking pink, um, you know, and asking colleagues and friends to to join them, and that's yes.
1: another way that people can help too is just helping us raise awareness about the event and helping us share it and just get the word out there that what we're doing and
0: to come to the walk. Absolutely. So that is Saturday, October nineteenth. So Valerie, how do people get involved? Um, just by going to the website um, online and, yeah. And the web address is? Uh,
1: www.makingstrideswalk.org and it's slash Seattle
0: WA, W-A. So do that. That's where there's also all the details and information that you would want to know. Create a team, support a team, just get all the info and then... What time should we show up at Gasworks? 9 a.m. Okay. We'll be get registration, to- and then we'll get going at 10.
2: And and maybe think about carpooling,
0: because parking, we know, isn't
2: yeah, that, so great. Yeah, that's a carpool. But it's easy, it's fun, and it's incredibly important. You know?
0: Yes. It is all about life, living life well, and just being family, united here together to really support, encourage, And show that love and hope for the future right oh yeah yes well Christina Kelly and Valerie Robinson I so appreciate you're taking time to be with us this morning to really get us all pumped up and moving forward making strides thank you thank Thank you so much for having us you're so welcome and with that we're at the end of a very full hour of inspirational women with Valerie Robinson and Christina Kelly Click on the on-air tab, then the podcast tab, and look for the show and guest names. I now wish you and your family a day of committing to being part of the solution for the challenges in our community and the world. Have a week of the same, and then please plan to join me again next weekend for another hour of Sunday Morning Magazine and Inspirational Women on Warm 106.9. Good morning.